What's up, DJs? We're here with another Mindful Good Morning, a show where we talk about crypto, NFTs, and the happenings of life. You can participate with us by checking it out every Monday to Saturday at 9.30 a.m. CST on our Twitter spaces, at MindfulDGens. Without further ado, here's the episode. What are you doing this morning? Oh, getting ready for VCon. Um, you know, just trying to make sure like we have everything all nice so that we have all the screens ready to go and all that stuff. So when I land, it's not too much mm-hmm. of a nightmare. Other than that, uh, yesterday I announced both the airdrops I'm doing this week. Uh, so just trying to make sure I have enough ETH in my wallet to airdrop 100 pieces yeah. of art. That's sick. I love your airdrops. I always pay attention to, like Dennis, I mean, obviously I found you from this space, but Dennis was telling me about, you know, just been keeping up. I really love the art. I know you hear that a lot, but I love the art, like what you're doing with your art and just also what you're doing as a one-to-one artist. That's really interesting. Yeah, I was hoping that the airdrops would, uh, I guess, pay for themselves more. And that was one aspect of this uh, experiment of doing them that kind of had different results than mm-hmm. expected. But such is life, you know, how I had foreseen it in my head was this idea that I could airdrop art and then demand for airdrops would cause secondaries to occur. And the royalties off that would be the equal of if I had just like minted it and sold it as an addition or as a one of one. Um, But like it really hasn't spurned any secondary sales uh which is a shame but like now i know and i I think the reason like because i've been trying to do a lot of like deep digging on why that could occur and i think the reason is like just mentality behind that and what i mean is that when i post online like this airdrops dropping this thursday people see it and they go like oh that piece is cool man i wish i got that airdrop but they they feel like it's like it's already been attained by the holders and it it has that disconnect of like, it's hard to market. You still have a chance to get this. If you like this piece, you have to buy this other piece to get it. There's like a disconnect there and it it makes too much work. Do you feel like, like it's the same amount of work technically, like you got to buy one piece regardless if you want that piece but it's not buying the same piece it's buying a different one and i think that's where like i lose the potential customer do you feel like um because i can tell you put a lot of thought into this do you feel like in the long run it might shift as nfts kind of become more adopted and one-to-one like true art starts to be uh taken more seriously so what i'm kind of hoping because like i'm not gonna you know change my plans now i'm gonna still go through with my plan of airdropping art uh but what i'm hoping is that you know lots of people they bought the like other world in part to get these Mm -hmm. airdrops and i'm hoping that you know eventually over time after this project is all done and i start working on other things those will slowly circulate into the market you know the person that gets four airdrops is like well i like these three this one's okay i'm kind of low on eth maybe i'll sell the airdrop i don't Mm. like um so like i'm hoping that maybe long term there still creates more secondary because 
it is putting out a large volume of art in a way that I normally haven't in the past. Normally, it's always just been one-on-one pieces. Like, you don't like this one-on-one, well, too late, you got to wait for the next one. Or it got bought before you had a chance, well, it's not an addition, too bad. Uh, so, as far as, like, overall mindset, though, I don't know. I think that the airdrop thing does... It definitely helps incentivize people that like you to stay around you and feel like they got their money's yeah. worth. So, you know, next project I go to sell, I think I have a lot of people that'll be like, oh, Cat did right by me the first time. Yeah, I'll drop another 0.15 and buy his next project. Yeah, because... But I don't think it brings new people to me. Yo, I love how you say that because I've been telling people like, this is direct marketing. And this is where what you're talking about right now is as a marketer, what we would consider uh, the stage of building lifetime value. You want to build more and more transactions over time with these individuals. And you're correct um, because the, you know, the way that you're using it, the only people that are going to build lifetime value are people that have already gotten the airdrops from you or minted from you in the first place. Um, And that's how I see that this could be used a lot. Um, like I said, for marketing initiatives, and instead of it being a, um, that's it right here, instead of it being a, hey, buy this from me, and that's the first NFT, I think that we'll see a lot more people getting their first NFTs for free, opting into it, kind of like in the same way that we would get a PDF through gated content, and opting into that, and then getting that NFT, and then from there, having that be a way for people uh, whether or not it's brands or artists or or companies um, that can airdrop NFTs to you. They could be certificates. They could be, um, you know, unique NFTs that have, you know, you know, a subjective but intrinsic value. Like I said, like a coupon, maybe like maybe we were talking about this the other day um, with um, with Chef Rouge and uh, and Goom and everybody where we were saying like, yo, like you could build out a community where you actually sorry, get out of the car. You can build out a community and you can like use your NFTs as a way to where you can build out partnerships with companies that are lifestyle oriented and in line with what your community's into. And then you can, you know, create NFTs that could double as coupons or that could be redeemable or give access to token gated um, stuff, you know, uh, through the partnership that you have established. What's up? So I don't know. I think it's a really cool mechanism for direct marketing uh, when you look at it like that. Yeah, I don't disagree. Like, I've been passively kind of looking to find an artist that wants to airdrop 100 pieces uh, and thinking, like, I could fund the airdrop if I liked the art and maybe using it to, like, give somebody else's art to my collectors for free one time. Um, but I got to find an artist that I like that also likes me. And then I need to like pay them for their work as well. So it comes from money out of my pocket to do it. Uh, so it's just a lot of back end work. And that's like the community management side. I have a donut in my mouth now, so I'm sorry, but, um, sorry, that's community management stuff. And if you have the tight brand, that's something that you can justify as an operational thing where you can start to spend time building out partnerships with different communities and different artists and different um, brands or, or 
whatever it is that you can that that are in line with what your community would expect and then that airdrop can become a like i said it could facilitate you know people getting you know new nfts from new artists that are releasing um collections before they actually go ham with releasing their full collection so like think of the same way that like a musician will do like a bunch of singles before they release their actual album you know what i mean like you can have these artists that will partner up with communities like yours to drop you know a limited edition series just for your community and it could be work that they already have on the back end they just need to go ahead and, and work with you to you know get it you know all tidied up and um and, and and get it you know ready to be minted and airdropped yeah i mean uh we we did something similar when uh I, I airdropped those couple of collabs that was a very similar mindset the idea of like uh i was trying to add you know more members into my community so it was like oh I like this project, I'll reach out to them, I'll do a collab with them. If you hold one of their project and one of my collection, you get the airdrop. So, you know, we, we did see a direct result for both parties benefiting from that because it'd be like people that were really big into like the tweaks community, they'd be like, oh, I can get a special like tweaks edition if I own another Worlds, that's cool. And they'd pick up something from mine and vice versa, like, the people that were in other worlds that liked it, they were like, what, tweaks are 0.03 ETH? Like, yeah, I'll buy a tweak so I can get like access to this extra airdrop. Dude, I um, I bring it up a lot. I'm very similar to what you're saying, but um, it was like the game Borderlands. The guns in that game were like next level when they came out because they did it in like this modular generative way to where like the guns would randomly have you know um there was like six or seven different classes of guns and then there was like different manufacturers that each had their own affinity towards certain characteristics um and then there was a bunch of different little things like scopes and accuracy and there's all these little micro things that can be tweaked around and tuned out and rather than have like one gun that you could like tune out you would just have all of these like hundreds thousands of different possibilities um of guns that you would randomly find going through it and what was really cool is i think that that's kind of like how we look at like these partnership things is like in the future when you create like these nfts it's not so much about like oh we got like right now we have to be like really meaningful when it's good to be meaningful but we have to put a lot of thought into like how we build out experiences on the web and the way that we code it but when we're building out nfts it's really cool because we can use those NFTs and, and we can create experiences for those NFTs however we want to arbitrarily. And we could use like different combinations. So it's not just token gated to where they have to have your NFT. It could be your NFT plus somebody else's NFT plus somebody else's NFT makes like another NFT or gives you some other random ass utility that's completely subjective to the people that are doing the thing itself. And that's why I'm saying like, it doesn't matter. It could be, it could be Pepsi partnering up with fucking NASCAR and and some random, um, you know, driver for NASCAR and doing something to where like, oh, if you have all three of those, maybe you get entered into a lottery to get a ticket to, you know, sit like, you know, ringside or whatever it is for a NASCAR event that that guy's going to be racing at, you know, and so you can use that again, like if you think about it in a marketing way you could start to use it in certain ways and you know too that these people exist i could code that i could look up as a marketer how many people are ho holding 
X amount of tokens. And then that's something that I could quantify and say, okay, look, I can look and see that there's X amount of wallets right here that are holding this. And if they're holding these combination of tokens, I can assume that they're gonna be interested in what I have to talk to them about. So I think that that's gonna, when, this is where I think marketing will actually help with the evolution of the space. Because usually, most of the time, marketers end up, you know, really screwing things up. But that's because they learn how they, they when they see something novel, and they, they think about how it could be used, and they realize how it could be used, they'll start to do it, and they'll exploit the fuck out of it. Um, that's what we need right now, though. We need people to exploit outside-of-the-box creative thinking when it comes to how we can use these tokens moving forward, and especially when we want to combine them together arbitrarily, because that's a cool thing. 20 years from now, you could retroactively go back and say, I want to go and get all these token you know, contracts together, or get people that have these tokens in their wallet at a certain time, and then decide that you're going to go send them you know, some sort of airdrop. And that could be something that like, you decide you know, 20 years from now, assuming that, you know, Ethereum blockchain or whatever chain you're using is still online. So you're not limited by time. What a really good donut. It was an espresso donut. What flavor donut? You say, well, it's an espresso donut. Oh, I thought you said it's a special donut. <laughs> well, it was. I gotta say goodbye. I was to like, me. all donuts are really special when you think about it. I just need to try that. Give her a piece of that real quick. And we're good to go. Sorry, I took a bite of my daughter's because I just had a taste with the strawberry one tasted like. I'm getting some mean mugs right now. I'm sorry, baby. I love you. Mm. I took a bite of your strawberry donut. I just had to try it. It looks so good. Uh-huh. That's your strawberry donut. I love you. The one with the, the the mark in it, and then that one's for Alex. Where's Alex at? Is Alex in here? Bro, you've been in here this whole time? Oh my god, he's right there. I got a donut for you over here, bro. Yeah. All right, guys, sorry about that. We had a little technical difficulty. Um. Anyway, we're back at it. Kat, what are we talking about today? What aren't we talking about today? Oof. Are we talking about not okay bears? Um, that could be a fun thing to talk about just because, uh, you know, they, they, my understanding is like a little bit of a rip off of Solana's art to make a derivative, but I don't know too much about it other than like they just ripped it. And that's all it was. It was ETH maxis that didn't want to go to Solana. So there's an ETH derivative of OK Bears on Ethereum that all the ETH maxis are, are buying up. The thing I never understood about that is that, like, I, I get, like, being like, no, I don't want to go on this other chain to buy this collectible. Like, I get that. But what I don't get is being like, you know what would have real value if we had it on ETH? Like, Maybe just like skip, just sit that collectible out. Like, I, I'm not a big collectibles guy to begin with, but I'm just, to me, it's like, do you really think the ETH bears on Solana like six months from now are going to be a wise investment a year from now? And, and that's not to be mean to that project in particular. I don't know much of anything about it, but like 99% of collectibles projects are probably going to zero. So, like, 
why is there this demand to be like shit we're gonna miss this one uh dude it's uh it's just it that's the kind of like traitor mentality that i try to stay away from because it's just like like you said it's it's people saying like oh you know what like yeah that's a thing over there but let's put it over here instead and do it just for the sake of doing it and then that's the problem with a lot of these collectible projects that are treated like that that are invested in aggressively um especially by like you know these influencer pump and dumps it's it's just there's no actual concern or care for what it is that they're actually doing at the end of the day at least for like a lot of the derivatives i'm not going to say that for all of the projects that are out there but a lot of these pfp projects that are just coming up to make money like they don't care about the art or anything they do what they do to make money because that's the strategy that they laid out based on their analyst analysis of the market yeah i mean i've been paying attention to it what's going on with it as well and i, I already thought okay bears was crazy like coming to Solana and then like taking over as almost one of the number one projects like out the gate with like no real utility or artwork or anything. But it's even crazier to me that like now everybody's like buying o not okay bears specifically to be like souls for poor people. And we could do the same thing over here. And then like all these influencers are like basically posting stuff like that, you know, like just sitting here like talking shit like, Oh, now, we're, now we've surpassed you guys and everything. And it's just like, I'm with cat. I don't think like, you know, any of these projects for the most part are going to be here for the long run so it's like it's hilarious to me to see the project in solana that got like you know surpassed everything and everybody was like what the fuck you guys don't deserve to have this and now like everybody on solana is like hey stop talking shit about okay bears and then like ethereum's like you guys are poor it's just like a whole dumpster fire it's pretty it's pretty interesting no, it's like facebook it's like so uh, are they actually called not okay bears by it's the way it's an exact yeah. rip off except they yes. face the different direction with the same artwork it's a copy pasta copy paste. Mm -hmm. and all the pictures i'm very seen disappointed that they didn't call them no k bears but okay <laughs> or at least like ox bears or something like come on oh like oxa bears is that what you just said i said no k oh i was thinking oxa <laughs> I think that just sounds fun to say. Rip. The birds tweeting over here more than I am. Yeah, that's how that's how much we care about it. <laughs> I know. Exactly. It's just like you see it's the kind of stuff now that you see. And it's just like it's just like, okay, like the people that are participating in those projects obviously don't care about real projects in the space. That are like I'm not saying that they're they I'm, I'm talking about the people that are just like that only get into those types of projects and it's just a constant from this one to that one to this one to that one like that is a to me a red flag of okay this person doesn't care about integrity and is more about the bags well we did have about a 36 hour period where people were tweeting about how they might start buying one of one art again but they didn't so that was kind of nice did it refresh your soul did it give you faith in humanity again oh no no that's been long shot that's like that's gone i have no expectations of that ever returning oh i love you well at least you got to see that you know people were talking about one-to-one -one art that's what we want to do more of let's get more of that in the space i'm really tired of of seeing all this bullshit ass nft generative 10k series like it's fucking april 2021 
I think it's always funny though when uh like I, I scroll my timeline and the people who are like, you know, it's important to invest in one of one art. And then you like click on their ETH wallet because it's public and you look through it and it's like they own a couple editions by like really big names. And then like you scroll through their timeline and they're like talking about like that crypto boy song and they're like, you should mint that. And it's like, I don't think one of one art means what you think it means. Oh my God, please. We need somebody meme this right now. I'm outside at the computer, but we need to go ahead and get the princess bride. You know, the, the meme with the, you keep using that word, but I don't think you, I don't think it means what you think it means. Inconceivable. Inconceivable. You fool. Classic. You fell for the classic blunder. Um, let us get over to talking about what we're going to talk about today, though. Like, we're not going to talk about Not Okay Bears, because I don't want to talk about that today. Yeah, um, I don't know. You know, the market's been kind of weird lately as far as, like, good, juicy stuff to talk about. The past few weeks, we covered a lot of, like, basics that you need to know. And I don't really feel like doing that this week, but, like... I don't know. There hasn't been anything really exciting in the crypto world. Nothing's really piqued my fancy as of late. What's going on at Block Party? Well, we got, uh, you know, VCon this weekend. Uh, a couple weeks so from now, we have now another... Now you can talk about it. I can talk about VCon now, yes. Okay, so VCon this week. Yep. So we have that on Saturday. We uh, are taking over a distillery and putting up like five screens of art. Uh, we partnered up with the timeline, who's like Max, who does art curation. He curated for our Zora for a few events. And then my personal manager, Chasm, who also represents, uh, let's see, who does he represent? He represents FDOT, myself. He's on Drift's team. Um, he just signed Joey the photographer. So he's going to have a screen as well there. That's sick. That's really sick. How busy is, is Chasm? Chasm's a pretty busy fella because, you know, like, when he's not dealing with my dumb shenanigans, he has actual, like, big-name artists that he represents. You know, like, Drift and Joey and FDOT all are big names yeah no for sure that's what i'm saying how did he get do you i want to talk to him sometime you should bring him in here i want to i want to ask him questions about his his upbringing in the space i mean yeah i can tell him to swing on by uh his upbringing in the space is he was running a nightly uh late night chat show on spaces and i was in there a bunch and him and i just started chatting about like hey like do you want to start working with me and helping me and he said yeah so we drafted up an agreement and fee split between us for him to manage me and then he just went from there that's pretty dope that is really cool i have white spots under my leg and it's really kind of concerning what the fuck that is weird as shit yeah both sides the fuck is that? Am I sitting weird on something? That is weird as shit. Well, I am. Uh, I want to. I do want to talk to him, and that's really exciting. How long was he doing those spaces? 
Like, was that something that he had just been... Does he still do those, or was that just something that he was doing for a while until he got busy as shit? Um, I think he's taken a break from them. He, he wants to start doing them again, but I know he's just busy as shit, like you said. Uh, he was doing them for about two months every night, and it was just one of the few spaces I felt like was nice and comfy to sit in in the evening that had the good mix of... You know, shit-talking shenanigans, but a nice eloquence of speech by him. And, like, when number go up would come up, he'd always kind of, like, try to shift the conversation away. Whereas most late-night spaces, if you start talking about a collectibles project, everybody's just like, oh, man, those are just going to go crazy. Like, we might sweep the floor. Should we sweep the floor? And he'd always just be like, come on, guys. Like, like... Can we just actually talk about the project or, like, talk about something else? Well, that's what's up. I mean, so it sounds like he just actually gives a shit about having a good conversation and, and moving things along, and it's not just about shilling. Yeah, and that's why, like, after being in there a lot of nights for, like, maybe a month, him and I started talking about, you know, building in this space more and where he saw himself long-term fitting, and I was like, yeah that overlaps with what i want like can you jump on my team and like i don't know him and i have just been really close ever since good guy again not extracting value from the space but adding it and i like to see that very cool well glad that you found him because we found you and look where we are now who'd have thought look at us well, anyway, we'll figure it out. We'll we'll figure it out uh, before our show today at three o'clock Central, four o'clock Eastern on Block Party Space. Correct. That's the one. Very nice. Let me know when you get that uh that space put together, and uh, we'll go ahead and tweet it out, and uh, we'll just go from there. And then um I don't know maybe do you want to try to talk to somebody and and get somebody on maybe maybe talk to Chasm today if he has time. Uh, he did one for Block Party, like, less than a month ago, so he probably wouldn't want to do another oh. one for us. But if you can think of, like, in general, a builder in this space that's not on, like, artist side, but someone doing anything else, I'm down. Okay, cool. Let me, uh, let me look around and see, and if anybody down here listening right now has any ideas for who would be a good person to interview, like Kat just said, for our space later on today, uh, you know, let us know. Shoot us a DM. Holler at you boys. Oh my gosh. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's good? Everybody, Infinite, Steve, Angel, Whale, Clear, Metal, Crypto. I like that gradient. That's a nice blue to yellow. It reminds me of like the 90s. Uh, Chef Rouge in the house with Goom. The two of y'all together holding hands next to each other. That's cute. Yang, Baphomet. What's up, fam? Um, good to see everybody up in here. Andrew, you're, uh, how's that edit going? Really well. Bing um, bong. We have, we, sorry, I paused for a second because I thought my girlfriend was in a meeting. Um, yeah, we're, uh, exporting yesterday's episode. And then we also have more content we're extracting from the shows th that we have throughout the week. So pretty soon we'll be having a lot of our content in, uh, podcast format for you guys to enjoy while you're while you're just driving around bing bong what's going on mia oh she's fine baby let her be 
Okay, she's fine though. And if she wants to get out, let her get out. She's fine. Yes, you can keep the door open. Well, um, awesome. Well, thank you for putting in all that time and energy, Andrew. We really do appreciate all the work that you're putting into it, Mr. Mr. Editor in Chief over there. Um, and if anybody wants to, uh, if anybody's into to video editing or audio editing, and that's just like your jam, or you want to get more into it, hit us up. We definitely have some room available uh, to to spread some of this workflow or workload around. And we have a nice little tight workflow that we've built out as a team. So um, if you're into that shit, if you want to help out, let us know. We're all about that. Alex, what you got going on, bud? Just chilling, sitting here, waiting on you so we can do this WordPress shit. You know. WordPress. Your beautiful you, voice. You. Yeah, boy. Holler at WordPress. That's my shit. Speaking of that, let me get made a few homies in here real quick and see if anybody wants to talk about WordPress with us. Because that's such a fun thing to talk about. I'm so weird. I just love WordPress so much, though. And a lot of people talk shit to me, and they're like, Dennis, you know, WordPress sucks. And I say, you know what? You just don't know how to use it, right? And then they say, but it's so laggy. And I say, well, you know what? Google doesn't care about that anymore. What if I told you that? What if I, what if I told you that Google doesn't care about how fast your website is because it realizes that most people aren't capable of getting ridiculously fast websites and it actually focuses more on the aggregate user experience. What if I told you that? Because that's actually what's going on and uh, it doesn't matter at the end of the day as long as people are getting and extracting value from your website and Google can measure that, um, that's all that Google cares about and that's what will lead to good organic SEO in the long term. So. Shout out SEO strategies. What's up, Zep? Zep had some shit that happened the other day. Uh, hope he's doing okay though. Um, give you know, send positive thoughts to Zep because he needs he needs the positive energy sent his way. So if you have any spare vibes, send them over to him. He's coming up though. Let's see what he's gonna talk about. Let me hit that button. Andrew, assist me. So, okay, thank you. Bing bong, what's up, Zep? What's going on? Yeah, appreciate the good vibes, man. Um, like my message said, my daughter and friends were out in a golf cart, and one of them was goofing off and got run over and stripped a lot of skin off her foot. It was a very scary moment. How far away were you? Oh, don't say anything that could incriminate oh. you, though. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah like, don't want the insurance company coming back listening oh, to this. Right, right, right. Good advice. <laughs> um, it was it was just basically in, in front of our house. So, okay. Yeah, it was just a scary moment. A lot of thoughts go through your head as far as, yeah, legal thoughts and condition like health. It, you know, everything goes through your head. So a little bit of a. And the kids okay then? Currently, yeah, she is okay. Nothing Good. was broke, but man, as I, I saw a lot of bone, and I ain't never seen that before. Ew! Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Well. Oh man, well yeah, good good vibes. Send vibes to the kid too. If you're sending oh. if you guys are sending vibes out, send good vibes to that kid too. Yes, appreciate it, guys. Oh yeah, no, you're welcome. Oh man, what else is going on with you, Zep? You got any any alpha you want to drop? Alpha is is not okay, Bears Alpha? Or is it too late? The train don't look. I don't know. Tell me what's up with that. Have you been are you in are you into not okay bears? I I I actually looked at it today. And watching watching the sales like every thirty seconds, um, 
and I've done it a number of times where I get in and I buy at the top. And so I, I didn't do anything with it, but it was like point three. Good for you. It's that point three when I saw it last, but who knows where it's at now. That's like, it's, it's just internal pump and dumps. It's just groups of people that are just pumping their bags together and, 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 and raising floor prices arbitrarily. I can't stand that shit. Trust me, I dealt with that enough when I was doing the stuff with the Quakas where we had people constantly coming in and be like, okay, so what are we going to set the floor price to? We're going to get together. We're going to set the floor price to, to you know, 60, 60 soul. And it's like, you guys, like, I, 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 floor price doesn't matter for shit. Look at sale price. Look at what the last fucking sales go for. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's what a lot of, I don't know. I learned that the hard way. Floor price don't mean shit, but everybody tries to make it seem like it does. Well, that's going. I mean, it's you look at the activity, and it's. I mean, every thirty seconds is popping, popping, popping. But um, yeah, it's. I haven't had good luck at that kind of stuff. I feel like most of those things. By the time that you hear about them, it's already the people that have making the money have already made the money. Right. So that by the time that you get into it, it's just the, the all the hype that went into it is is already been turned into revenue for them and what's left over is just whatever happens on secondary right and and there is from what i can see no utility other than the initial mint 20 percent went to mental health but beyond that what does that even mean that's a good question <laughs> 20 percent goes to mental health i'd say 20 percent put it in my bank account and say that went to mental health went to my mental health <laughs> made me feel fucking great Right. Like, oh, we'll put in this to mental health. Like, like, do you go to the casino and be like, "Yo, here's 20k. Put it on mental health." Like, right. <laughs> so, it, at least with Alien Friends, when I hyped into that, at least I'm getting a free sweatshirt or something. I mean, I got that. Yo, there's just too many fucking ideas for skits that I'm that are going through my head. Like, I can't even fucking. It's like a maelstrom over here right now. I need to like, I need to get a piece of paper and a pencil out. It's going to mental health. The fuck. Anyway, <laughs> like I want, I just got ideas of like what what that means for what going to mental health means for different projects. It's like you know those skits are like when people take like the same headline, and then they like they just like they 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 change the headline for like the different news channels that it's on. The same thing like you know. 20% donated to mental health as seen, you know, point of view from the different projects that are donating. And it's, uh, you know, like I said, you got, you know, homeboy out in the fucking island swinging on a fucking hammock in the sun. That's, that's a little bit of mental health right there for him. He's got a lot of mental health, very happy. Then you've got, you've got actual projects that are like donating to, to actual charities and shit that are doing work and they're getting like pennies on the dollar compared to, to this other shit. Like Dave Rob. Dave yeah, Rob's see? Yeah, exactly. Like they actually donated to mental health. Like, they actually donated to a project. They decided on it together. There was no ambiguity. It was open. Hey, tell us what you want to do with it. We'll decide as a community. And then they did it. And then they showed the receipt. And then they moved on with their fucking life. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe we could talk about that, Cat. Maybe we could go on about how the virtue signaling in the space. I know I could go on for days about that. Yeah, so that was a man. That was a rough day for me that golf cart because I, I DM'd you earlier about this a new generation of fake apes coming out, and it 
was emulating everything about verified. I don't. I didn't even understand it. And I don't think you understood what I was. Bro, I didn't. Either. I thought you were scamming me. You were like, "Yo, go check this out. Listen <laughs> to this." I thought I was gonna click on it and like get hypnotized or something. You're well, like, "Go listen to the space right now." And I was like, yeah. "Omakase or whatever was minting stuff for like two dollars a mint, and the apes are absolutely identical. And because he made it a a mint or a project, you could verify it." So now you can go on the Twitter and, and get your hexagon with an identical ape, and then you click on it. It says, yes, verified board ape yacht club on OpenSea. I mean, you can't tell the difference. I can't. You'd have to, like, dig into the contract or something or go on OpenSea and look it up and then trace so that. Just, well, that's just because so OpenSea works the same way that, like, Google works when you, like, put metadata into your website to display it on Google. It's just referencing information in there. So it's, like, the name of the collection – the name of of the author of the contract and and um all of all of that stuff and then that's all stuff that's metadata information so like that's you can copy it and and uh paste it. it's available for you to find in that contract and then in the individual <coughs> pieces itself but then the way that OpenSea does it, it's just text, man. Like, it's arbitrary as shit. So you can just, like, there's, there's, who's to say that, you know, there couldn't be another collection named the Board Ape Yacht Club. And, you know, if you wanted to make the contract and, and uh, you know, name the contract the same as the deployer contract for the Board Ape Yacht Club, you're like, you could you literally do that. That's But what I said is, like, OpenSea is going to see that, and they're just going to take it off the front end. Right. And, it's not, and then they're going to make it to where it's not verifiable. Hopefully, yeah. Cause I, yeah, that's a rough day for me. Cause naturally, I bought into the board apes at the high, you know, all time high. That's how I do things. So I was like, God, here we go again. <laughs> here we go. Well, hey, I think that that's still like a good investment for you, though. At the end of the day, ah, yeah, I hope so. I've been falling up for so long that I couldn't, I just couldn't take it mentally anymore. So for my mental health, I dumped a fortune into it so I can stop shopping and sweating over. Well. I'm uh, I'm glad that you uh, you're with us though, and we're here with you. If you need any actual mental help, if you need if you want to talk to anybody about anything, you know we got you. Yes, y'all the greatest. Appreciate it. You're, you're the greatest. I love you, Zap. Good to hear from you. And thanks for explaining that, because like I said, I thought you got fucking hacked. I was like, bro, why the fuck are you sending me this shit? I don't give two fucks about this. And like the way that you're explaining it, I was like, I don't care about that. And then and then you were like, no, like it's like I'll explain it later. And I was like, okay. So. Yeah, I'm I'm not good at explaining things in a panic. I'm just you know. uh, oh man, I feel bad that you were you were so stressed out too. I hope that you're able to relax. Do you smoke? You got some herb or something like that that you could? No, I no, I'm the cleanest guy in your group, man. I'm I'm like I'm a boy scout, literally, literally boy scout. So, I, do you do you drink tea? Regular sweet tea, but nothing like exotic. You know, what do you do to relax? Like when 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 shit like that happens, what's your what's your thing? What's your sitch? Um, check stats on my NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's I love it. it. Yeah, what a life. Well, I love you, man. I'm just happy that you're here, and I'm glad that everything's going all right for you so far. And and like I said, just let us know if you need anything. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, dog. No problem. Uh, my iguana. Yoshi's out here. She says what's up, too. So, uh, for those that have Netflix, there's this thing on there called Headspace, and it's this guy with a really lovely accent who, like, walks you through meditations. 
and it's like 10 minute long episodes that I'd recommend like putting just one on if you're having a stressful day and you don't smoke or drink exotic teas or whatever Dennis is trying to push on you this week. Um, that That's a pretty nice way like for beginners to, I guess, play around with meditation. So like worst case scenario, you waste 10 minutes of your life and you're like, meditation sucks. But I doubt that'll happen at the end of it because uh, I've showed it to other people before and usually they're like, oh, I can see why people meditate. Like, it's not for me, but they still seem to be a little bit more chilled. So I'm just throwing that out there. I like that you said that. That's what got me into meditation back in the day was Headspace. I just couldn't do it for more than a couple of weeks because I actually like doing unguided meditation. And when I do guided meditation, it like, I have ADD, so it really fucks with me. Like, cause I get, I, I listen, but then I get off and then I start thinking, and it's like, it's uh, unguided meditation really has helped me out the most, but I used headspace for a while and that really helped me get into understanding what to look for when meditating. Cause that was the thing that confused me. I thought the meditation was just about closing your eyes and, and just not thinking about anything. And that's kind of what it's about, but it's more about training your brain to not do those things, to, to, to get your brain to become at peace with with what's going on and to get you to let go of the things that you can't control and and for the things you can control to let go of those things too because you're in control of them and you could pick them up and do what you want with them so you know it's really just about becoming you know consciously in control as much as possible but by just becoming aware and becoming at peace with that information is all of Headspace's stuff narrated by that dude? Because his voice is so nice. It is a nice, it is a nice voice. Um, I think a lot of it is. I don't know if everything is. I haven't used it enough, and it's also been like two and a half years since I've used it, so it could have changed drastically. I actually use the Calm app, and I use it just a fraction of it. I only use, I use the. Well, so if it's the like... same dude that does the Netflix one, like. It is. I, I wish him guy. all the voice acting jobs in the world. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, no, it's the same guy for sure. It's just I don't know if he does everything on the Headspace thing or if they offer some versatility and differentiation. Um, shout out to Martin and Marina and Rod Dow. What's up, family? Dan, how do you how Daniel? Is that how you say it, Cat? Yeah, it's Daniel. Yes, I got it. What's up, Daniel? How you doing? Good to see everybody here this morning. Um, if anybody wants to come up and talk bullshit, you know, this is kind of like the, the water cooler or Web3 here. We're just kind of hanging out in the morning before we get too serious into the day. And, you know, I know it's uh, 8 o'clock in the morning for homies on the on the West Coast, and it's 11 o'clock for the homies on the East Coast. So, you know, we're about to go into full gear if you're not already into it. So if anybody has anything they want to talk about, come on up. Um, you know, like I said, we'll be doing this later on. Kat and I have our Tuesday space. So that'll be going on at four o'clock Eastern <clears throat> on Block Party. And, um, but that's pretty much it. I got a few other things I'm doing work wise today. I got some meetings I'm excited about talking to some homies that are gonna be helping us out in the DGENs. We got somebody that's taken over kind of like a lead developer position and we're gonna start moving forward with some of the more technical, you know, intensive stuff. So it's really exciting to actually get that moving and find somebody that that is very, 
skilled at what they do and is already active in the space as a developer and programmer and, and they want to come and help us out because they they really like what we got going on and it's a community member so it's really cool bing bong that's all i gotta say cool hey touching back on your um relaxation i do go running and that's that's a the best way for me to physically disconnect from everything is to go like 30 minute jog or whatever that works well i need to run more I, mean, I do a lot of walking but not enough to actually get this this belly fat out of here it's still there right i started running uh during soccer practice so i take my kid to soccer and you just you got idle time you can either spend it on your phone or bsing with the parents but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take advantage of this time and do some running. And I now I'm going on like three years. And yeah, that's smart like, as fuck. Yeah, it's like, it's really amazing. It's like, and I make myself do it, no matter rain or shine or whatever, I do it. And my kids out there playing hard, so I'm like, you know, I can I can do this. So it's been a, a great game changer for me. Man, yeah, I do that. I've been going to. Uh... Cool. Thanks. I just saw Andrew just said we got our episode from yesterday that's about to go up on Spotify too. That's really exciting. Um, no, so yeah, I have a kid as well and she goes to soccer and, and actually today is her she had her last game on Saturday. So today is her meetup. We're gonna do like pizza and stuff for the kids and we're gonna be playing at like some park or something. It's gonna be fun. And I should be doing that. I'll be doing that more next season. But I also said I might end up coaching because uh, it's just, you know, I feel bad for the coaches. My my girl had to coach next to this other guy, and, and he just was like, there's just no gumption. It was just more or less like, yeah, just he had no, no, no there's no not a lot of coaching going on. Brittany was doing all the coaching. Hmm. Shame. What's up, Goom? What's up, Flo to Maine? GM, GM. How y'all doing? Good. It's eight o'clock your time. How are you doing? Are you awake? I'm coasting. Coasting. Um, did you guys hear about uh, Spotify news? Yeah, dude. Dude, I did. And that's bonkers. How many times have we talked about that in here? Saying that that's going to be something that's going to be like the obvious fucking thing. Like it's going to be easier for Spotify to roll out NFT integrations than it would be for a platform to build out Spotify for NFTs. Yeah, it's huge. I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked for for music artists out there to be able to live It's really, I'm really happy for them. This is really cool, especially the ones that are into NFTs and stuff like that. But it's also bring, you know, begs the question also though, like, you know, what are they gonna do? What you know, is it just gonna be like, oh, you get to showcase your NFTs? Or are they actually gonna tie in some sort of actual operational technical? tie into where they can like pay per play to you know based on the smart contracts yeah i was wondering that too if it'll be their own marketplace or it'll just be like a referral almost like a bio that'll show their nfts i haven't really seen too much details on how it'll actually play out yet i bet you money that if they get the response that they want that they'd straight up launch a mint your own music thing for for artists that are um certified through them and verified that would be the play it's like oh you get their music you mint their nft boom 
Um, obviously, they would make a lot more money and still pay the artist shit. So I don't know if that'd be the best for the community. That's but, what I'm saying. Like that's yeah. that's what I was saying. Like, are they actually going to do this in a Web three way, or is this just them saying, "Hey, look at this NFT"? They're saying, "Hey, look, money." Yeah, that's what it seems like. But it's a it's definitely a uh, indication of, you know, again, like this is. Yeah, I think we're past the tipping point of of you know societal adoption and and getting the conversation going with nfts and web3 like it's it's completely past the point of we can't contain it anymore and it's doing its own thing it's on its own uh path now and it's spreading like wildfire um with that being said though i think it's hard for us to really see that because i think if you compare like we look at the scale of this and, and realize like, yo, this is something that's been happening. The NFT thing's been happening, you know, for going on five, six years now. Um, and blockchain's been happening for 12, 13 years now. So the the fact that we're hitting the tipping point, even if the tipping, I think the tipping point probably happened around like November to January of this last year. And I think that we're still at the point where like, it's still tipping. It started to tip, but because of how big the scale of time is that we're dealing with, we're still only into that first increment of it actually tipping. Like it's still tipping right now. Like it's still like, if you're thinking of like the, like something that like falling over like a fucking tree, like it's barely just started to lean over the side, but it's already past the point of no return, like the event horizon of the of the the conversation itself so I'm, i would say that you know we got like a good year to 18 months of, of watching businesses hype up the space for us we don't have to try that was a big problem last year was like not only do we have to you know contextualize our product our projects our communities and our activity in the space um but then we also have to like explain our project itself like we have to talk about the space and then explain why we're doing what we're doing and then we also have to say okay now here's the thing that we're doing uh but now the companies like spotify and shit like that are going to do a lot to get the conversation generated and start to answer those questions to let the general public know okay this is what it's about it's a new type of it's a new way of doing things it's a new way of interacting it's a new way of of managing your own data and owning your own data um it's a cumulation of a lot of different technologies over time and that's going to make it to where when people finally do come to us we won't have to sit there and explain to them what the blockchain is on top of having to explain what our project's about we'll just be able to talk about our projects bing bong i talk too much i swear to god i'm not fast enough today my mouth oh, is faster I do have good news. It's been, uh, you know, 84 years. I finally received my Bobcat Miner 300, so I could finally start earning 50 cents a day in helium. So I'm really psyched. You know, I'll make my $500 back in like three years. So that's a good thing. Let's all let's all praise that. Claps around. Good job, helium. Yep. <laughs> oh, I can't tell how much sarcasm you're actually pouring into that statement. I can tell there's some, but I don't know how much there is actually. I'm super stoked, you know? I bought it, and then they got halved before I even, they started building my miner, you know? So that's awesome. So yeah, like I said, three years, I'll make my investment back. I'm fucking stoked, <laughs> you guys. Let's fucking go. <laughs> is that is that taking into account electric and everything as well? Is that the net is going to be three years well, for you to come into black? So, so you got to, okay, it, it costs about five bucks a month in electricity. It's actually a really good miner. It's just the system's kind of broken. But uh, yeah, besides that, yeah, it took about three years. I, I calculated that. So, so what happens in two years when there's a halving again? 
God damn it, Cass. <laughs> the, the sound of absolute defeat from that. The, oh, God. <laughs> It's like it's like going through the simulation and seeing it happen again. You're like, God damn it! Okay, I thought I was out. No, hopefully, I mean, hopefully they get picked up by a big company soon that they'll be able to use their network for something on a larger scale. That's, I mean, that's what should happen, but you know, we'll see. Yeah, no, I was just giving you a hard time. I wish you only the best with it. It was just joshing, yeah. yeah. I got, I just, got three just... more in. In, in the works that are I'm supposed to get, you know, six months from now. So we'll see. <laughs> That's crazy. This is like it's like it's like Kickstarter on a whole new level. <laughs> like, like so many of these Web three projects are just like like Kickstarter projects from back in like 2014. People were like, oh yeah, you know, we raised like 1.5 million dollars, and then the company, the the team went radio silent, and now they won't answer our emails. <laughs> oh man, I'm oh, sorry giggle i uh i am so fucking cynical today i don't know what it is um i really don't well anyway anybody else got anything they want to talk about um because otherwise i'm gonna get to work it's about that time eh, chaps that's a bing bong then okay uh goo love you i don't know if you saw that message uh went ahead and changed the name of the vegan channel in the discord to just like a gardening channel for right now because that's pretty much all we're talking about and um if you want to get up with me check your dms i said you know if you want to create a actual private channel just for people that you can verify as vegans whether or not you have like an nft or you're just like individually letting them in you want to create that that safe space chat where you can guarantee like nobody's going to be like talking about like meat and stuff like that i got you and i will do that for you and i want to do that for you um but i also wanted to keep that gardening channel as is because i feel like there's a lot of fun stuff that we could talk about in there and i want us all to garden man like part of being mindful is being healthy and, and part of being healthy is like fucking you know growing your own fucking food if you can and eating things that are fucking good for you that you actually like and it's, it's just it's dope so i appreciate that <laughs> yeah i'm I'm so for that and i i love gardening and people that love to garden you know gardening is a gateway drug to be to being plant-based just saying so um i i definitely feel like that's pretty much where all the conversations were heading and on to that note too i did make a decision um i'm i'm gonna buy a new ipad or tablet or something that i can actually do my drawings and stuff on for future nft projects um, that way I'm not spending, you know, hours at a time with the mouse clicking and trying to draw with its weight. So I'm just going to go ahead and buy an iPad and then get to real work. So that's what I've decided on that note. Do you have a Windows computer? Uh, no, I use my wife's um, I, uh, Apple computer laptop, but uh, I, I'm not a big Apple fan on the computers. I just, I, I am, I'm more of a, an HP man. Um much for me so i'm gonna get check out those windows surface draw, like, uh, tablets bro if you're into if you are into desktop um computers uh like fucking uh like like desktop pcs um that windows surface tablet is like really dope and like uh that's i've been i, I want i've been saving up for that like that's what i really want i have a little ycom tablet right now that just plugs into my uh computer it acts as a as a interface but like i can't even see it it's not even like the cool kind that like you can look and see at the art and draw on it yourself um but that's what right the, i have the, a white too i don't like it it's i don't either hard to use 
that's what yeah. I'm saying. I hardly ever use it, but I do use it. Like, like, don't get me wrong. Like if I'm editing pictures and I need to like brush or something like that, like I do, but I would for the illustration stuff that I like to do and like the logo design stuff that I do in illustrator, I would much rather have a tablet that I can write directly on, but I would never buy an iPad unless I had to, because of the program that I was using only working with, um, Apple products, but that's why I use Adobe. Can you send me the info on the tablet you recommend? I'm driving right now, like usual. If you send yeah, me dog. I can look it up. Thanks. Yeah, boy. I'll send it to you. Maybe Kat has uh, any rec- – well, Kat does in real life work, but maybe Kat has a recommendation from some, like, anecdotal experience. About – sorry, I was checking an email. Uh, uh, tablet preferences for drawing. Oh, uh, no, I don't because I uh, – I don't really digital uh, i know lots of people like the wacom w-a-c-a-m however that's pronounced yeah we have those and they suck okay that yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's a bigger. large learning curve it's a really large learning curve it's pretty annoying yeah, no. uh use some knives and glue like i do that's the recommendation there you go do you are you familiar with photoshop cat do you even fuck with photoshop even and do you like digital collaging uh, no, about as far as I've gotten is I use MS Paint and like occasionally I'll use GIMP if MS Paint can't do something. Wow. Look at you go, man. You're like a fucking caveman artist over here. Yeah, I just kind of like punch the screen a whole bunch and yell and like something happens and it works. Kind of like, <laughs> kind of like Zoolander, like Ansel and Derek jumping on the Yeah, the, the art the is in the computer. <laughs> I love you. Ah, that's what we do here, guys. We have really random references that we pull out. Um, I think half of us um, are highly functioning ADHD uh, cases, and um, you know we just like to build shit and kick it and vibe. So that's what it's all about. We just vibe, and uh, it's been a chill day today. Thank God, you know it's not bloodshed. You know, can we go ahead and say that? Like, you know, we, it could be worse. The market could be continuing to tank you know we could see you know ethereum in like the 1800 dollars range right now uh but it's not so that's a good thing um you know there's things that we could be thankful about and there's things obviously that we wish could do better but you know that's on us to put that energy into it and, and you know build and and prosper and be good to each other just put that energy out there and let it reciprocate you know what i'm saying um that's pretty much it though that's all the vibes that i got for right now i gotta go vibe my way over to the computer and do some wordpress stuff but i love you guys um again andrew zap cat goom alex if you guys have anything to say say it now or forever hold your peace until tomorrow or later on inside the discord or this afternoon when cat and i have our show bing bong there you go i love all of you you heard it here folks thank you for checking out today's episode of mindful good mornings you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at MindfulDGens. Be sure to check out our YouTube to see more of our community-driven shows. You can also join our Discord by following the link in our Twitter bio. And as always, we look forward to seeing you.